Welcome to AKA Pads Audio Audacity Podcast. I'm your host. I'm like your uh, your resident, you know, your your residential, the guy that lives in your brain. But I'm the, I'm I'm the movie freak, the movie freak that lives in your brain. And right now, we're going to discuss another Netflix. We're we're on this giant journey, a pilgrimage of Netflix, the greatest film studio of our time. We're talking the Cloverfield Paradox. And this was, in my opinion, Netflix's uh, coming out party to them saying, like, we're here and we're for real and we're trying to make the best thing possible because they spent a lot of money on a Super Bowl ad just to drop this movie at midnight and move on with, with, with their lives. And that was it. It was over. It came and went. People got pissed. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with me through the intro. So, so people did get pissed. Okay? Now, look, look, I can tell you about my day. I can tell you what I'm doing. I've been drawing all day. Been recording all day. Been watching movies all day. Dealing with the 9 to 5 all day. It's like 8 o'clock on a Friday. It's beautiful out in Philly. What the hell am I doing here? No clue. But I'm here with you. And we're talking the Cloverfield Paradox. Because this movie, people, like, it blew their minds when they saw that Super Bowl ad. And the movie was dropping in a few hours. I mean, it was, people's head spun, my head spun. And it's like the next day, like at work. I, you know, like I, I just about watched it at work because... Cloverfield, the movie that this is uh, stemming from, because now we have this Cloverfield franchise. I love Cloverfield. I think Cloverfield is one of the best kaiju movies ever, because I love the mythology of the creature and all the little signs and the, the, the little tidbits about the creature throughout the movie. I dig the love story. I dig the city and destruction. And it's found footage. It's a one-two combo. And it's J.J. Abrams. I'm a pretty big J.J. Abrams guy. So, Cloverfield Paradox. Like, you know it takes place in space. Where does it connect? And at that point, when people saw this movie, it was nothing but disappointment. It was Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest Disappointment. It was The Phantom Menace Disappointment. It was Matrix Reloaded Disappointment. And according to me, Dark Knight Rises Disappointment and Avengers Endgame Disappointment. Jurassic Park Lost World, just just to throw one more in there. As I said in my previous episode, I was going to give this another shot. I just got to sit down. Let, let me let Peter, let me, your host, your movie freak, just sit down and watch this movie again. Just clear my head and watch it. Now, the only little caveat I had while watching this movie, it, it, it's it's simple, but now, yeah, like in my mind, this movie is. Somewhat of a uh, streamlined, explainable, watchable version of Event Horizon. 
movie that I freaking love too. But yeah, like this is almost the same movie, just a little bit different. Less violent. Less violent. This movie though. Like, like you didn't know what you were getting into. This is a death by numbers movie. We have a crew. The crew's going to die one by one. Every single one of their deaths is awesome. It's good. Marketable, sellable, entertaining. So that's a thumbs up. We got some great special effects. We have this commentary of the world running out of energy and power. That seems to fit. It fits into this movie way better than our previous flick. Again, you know, like uh, we can look, we can talk about things like this in science fiction movies. And uh, the trope, I said this before, the trope of some of these science fiction movies is very simple. <laughs> it's like insanely simple. One thing can affect the entire world, and that's like your backdrop. Mad Max. Logan's Run, uh, Planet of the Apes. It goes on and on. These tropes sing the simplicity of science fiction, but and it also echoes within horror. And this movie does have horror elements. Horror needs one trope, one trick to get the job done. So I enjoyed all that. I enjoyed the, the actors, the, the subplot, the, um, the setup at the end, which is the revelation of a huge, a giant, an Everest size, maybe even bigger than Everest sized Cloverfield monster rising through the clouds as our astronauts descend to the surface. So the end of this movie, people just freaking hate it. They, they set it up. You see it coming. You see that they're dealing with this uh, hard-on collider, colliding molecules to unlock unlimited energy. And there's a guy taking an interview, and he tells us that this ex this experiment is dangerous. It could unlock dimensions, and people are like, you're crazy. And then we know what the hook is. I'm fine with that. I think everything for this movie lines up. I think this is the perfect complementary movie. Uh, brother and sister to Event Horizon. I think watching this and watching Event Horizon back to back, it's a hell of a lot of fun. And like that's it. We're not we're not any deeper now. The overall connection to Cloverfield, you know, it's really not there. But it's cool. It really is. Our director, all right, because we we have to talk about this guy. He's he's got two other movies that. I really haven't seen. I never even like researched this guy. Julius Anna. 2015. Uh, the Girl is in Trouble. And 2019, his follow-up to this movie, Loose, which is based on a play. So, I don't know. I'm very curious about his other movies. He He's insanely capable. He really is. He knows what he's doing. So, yeah. Check him out. Because I'm going to. There, I said it. But no, people, I, I wish I could kind of uh, tell you more about the plot, but I already did. <laughs> I previously was disappointed with this movie. Now I can sit down and enjoy it. So there you go. It's fun. It's on Netflix, and it's it's a part of Netflix's movement, their power grab. Because, it, again, this movie was supposed to be released. Netflix bought the movie 
and dumped it like it was nothing. And I love that. That's such a ballsy move. So everyone, for AKA Pads Audio Audacity Podcast, until the next episode. Because, you know, we're, we're at the, the, the cherry 369 here. Episode 270 will have Stowaway, another insanely silly, stupid sci-fi trope. Like, because it's as silly as the title indicates, there is literally a stowaway on a mission to Mars. And that movie, though, it's almost like a 12 Angry Men. It deals with a morality complex, perfect for science fiction. So we're going to talk about that because that movie got, it caught me. It caught me by surprise. I was sitting down and thought I was going to hate it because I'm like, I'm sick of this. But no, I enjoyed it. People, rock and roll. We're doing Netflix. Now, after Stowaway, I don't know what we're, maybe dramas. Because there's a, I'm not familiar with enough of the Netflix dramas, but I kind of want to talk about more science fiction too. You know, because we do have to talk talk about In the Shadow of the Moon, which is, I think, they're the best science fiction movie. So everyone, thanks for hanging out. I love you and goodbye.